Good morning to you. Good morning to you. It is November 5th, 2021, and uh, I'm doing something unusual. Uh, this is a relatively early morning. It's 8, 8.30 in the morning. I've got my lights on, not uh, natural light um, helping the broadcast. Uh, but I wanted to talk about basketball. I'm going to do a uh, subsequent uh, uh, post on the website, a quick one, talking a little bit about what I saw last night. I had the um, uh, the fortunate situation that I had tickets full on my lap uh, for the exhibition versus University of Indianapolis last night. And uh, so I got to go. My brother uh, gave me tickets. He's a, he's a partial season ticket holder. But uh, I'm uh, excited. Uh, I'm excited about the basketball season, just like you are. Ben Cotton is joined, joining me. Uh, I've got an audience of one right now, and that's good enough for me when it's Ben. Thanks for joining. Uh, for anybody else that's joining in via Twitter or wherever else, I really don't know how it works. Uh, actually, I didn't, I didn't post that, so you couldn't be joining me via Twitter. But thanks, uh, thanks to, for you, uh, to you who are tuning in. Um, so Purdue won, uh, I think, 86-64 to 64 versus University of Indianapolis. Uh, the game started. Purdue was down eight to zero in relatively quick time. It was really, uh, you know, the people around me. I was in an old people section, of course, uh, which is quiet at Mackey Arena, as you all know, and um, uh, you've all felt if you've been there. And uh, that's kind of tough for me because I'm sarcastic. I, I missed a couple things though about this game, and one thing that was large that I missed was that Bobby Riddell was one of the officials, which I thought, uh, I read that this morning, which is hilarious. I didn't read hardly any post game. I didn't read anything on Golden Black or anyplace else. But I did see that Riddell was one of the officials. Bo Borowski was the head official, uh, which was a joy because uh, Bo was dialed into normal midseason form. He had some horrible calls. It felt to me like, and I don't know if Painter said this, um, but it felt to me like uh, Purdue... Uh, or Painter, instructed the officials to just let him play early. And you could see Edie and uh, Williams, even Trey Kaufman, Wren, guys that were trying to notch out position in the post were just getting beaten up. It wasn't like, you know, physical play where you guys are using their lower body to drive people out. It was hard elbows to the ribs. At one point, Edie, like, did this weird movement, like he was uh, getting folded backwards. Um, but there were, there were a lot of fouls. This is, uh, seems, you know, the Providence, uh, exhibition, one of their players had nine fouls according to one source. Um, but I think this is a good thing. Uh, it's a good thing for many reasons because if you allow them to play, this is what's going to happen in the real, in the big, in big 10 play. We all know it. We've seen it happen year in, year out. And so that's a, that's not an awful thing. Greg McManus says free throws were wolf, and he's exactly right. Until late in the game, Purdue was shooting, I think, someplace around 30% uh, from the free throw line. I think they were 3 for 10 at one point. I kind of stopped keeping track and posting things on Twitter. If you want to go look at our feed, you can see my thoughts live during the game or what, what I was thinking during the game. Free throws were a big concern. Purdue was shooting very poorly. Purdue's defense was crappy. Uh, Matt Painter at the end of the game said, um, nobody's going to tell you that Purdue tried harder or that Purdue, uh, Purdue's effort was up there, and I completely agree. Um, I think there's um, – sorry, um, self-editing. That's my cough button or the equivalent of it. But um, I think Purdue was uh, – had, had an apathetic attitude, especially defensively early. Uh, they were not great. Uh, that's all I could say. They were not great. Let me see if I can do this. I don't know if that changes anything. Let me know. Anyway, um, but they were not great in the first half, and um, and they were down 
eight to zero, then they were down eleven to something. And uh, anyway, um, let me know if my audio is okay. If you guys are, you know, I've got I've got more than just my uh, audience of one, Ben Cotton. I've also got uh, Greg McManus is tuned in, and so is Brock Stepler. So I, I appreciate the people that are here. It's very very good. Uh, but anyway, so I, I did want to tell you guys about my my thoughts on this game. Um, um, I asked my. Uh, uh, I asked my dad, who I went to the game with. I said, "I said, what were you? Who who's your MVP?" And right away, uh, you could say Caleb first was your MVP because he was good right out of the shoot and he was solid all game. I think he had nine points and three boards in the first half alone, and it wasn't like um, just like getting lucky. He number one, he's a good shooter. I think he was two for three from three point, which is was great. Thank you, Ben, for the audio update. Appreciate that. Um, but um, so so Caleb first was very very good. Um, I, I, you guys know my feelings. If you've paid attention to the site at all, that I'm a big fan of Brandon Newman. Brandon Newman played great. He kind of lifted Purdue, got the things going with a couple threes in the first half. So I like him a lot. Of course, there are a lot of guys in that eight to nine point range, but I think you'd be uh, foolish if you didn't give your game MVP, uh, player of the game, whatever you want to call it, uh, to Zach Eady. Zach Eady was uh, in 20 minutes of play. He had 20 points. He was 8 of 12 uh, from the field. Um, he was 4 of 6 free throw line, 2 blocks, and a steal. Pretty, pretty darn good. Um, and Edie had a couple things. First, early in the game, I said he was missing bunnies. It's hard to believe that with those numbers. But he was missing 2 and 3, you know, footers. Maybe 4 footers. He's so big. Um, just kind of, they were rimming out. He was playing soft. He wasn't playing as hard. Uh, so that's... Uh, uh, that was kind of tough to watch because you're like, what? This doesn't even look like the guy was playing in Can- uh, for the Canada Team Canada. Uh, funny note at the half, which I don't know, or before the game, they gave plaques out to the guys who played in international play. Um, they uh, they gave uh, one, of course, out to Caleb First, Jaden Ivey, and um, uh, Edie. But Edie didn't get a plaque. Like, he didn't get one. It was funny. Like, I couldn't hear what was happening because it was in the stands. But I think it's almost like Painter's like, sorry, I don't have one. You're not from America. Um, it was silly. It was funny, uh, but I'm sure he's getting a plaque. But all those guys, uh, it was really cool. They um, and I don't know if the Team USA got plaques from Team USA, and that's why the other two got them. But um, it was neat to see all three of those guys played really well this summer. I'm sure most of you guys who are tuning in saw that. But um, uh, Edie, though, at the end of the game, played how he should play every game. Okay, he played with a chip on his shoulder. He played somewhat angry. He started attacking the rim. Um, that play where he got the what they call it a contact and technical because he pushed off a tiny little guy who looked like he was about my size, which he's I'm sure much bigger than me. But the guy just exploded backwards. It was hilarious, um, and I loved it. And the crowd loved it. The paint crew was tuned in. Uh, that was something that I don't know if you could hear on the radio or if you watch Big Ten minus. Um, uh, paint, paint crew was like mid-season form. Um, Bobby Riddell was not a bad official, uh, and uh, Bo Borowski remains awful. So um, Borowski though and Painter clearly are buddies. That's the funny thing. I think that you know the misconception from almost everybody is that Borowski doesn't like Painter. Um, this was a sweetheart of a deal that Painter asked Borowski specifically to come back to his hometown because Borowski. Uh, I think was raised in Lafayette. If he wasn't raised in Lafayette, he was raised nearby because his dad and my father-in-law are friends, which is really weird. Um, uh, very, very interesting small world. But um, I still think Borowski's a lot of the official, even if he's a great person. I don't know anything about him. Um, yeah, uh, Greg McManus says what I said. Zach started to show some attitude uh, as the game progressed. 
he looked like a different guy. Here's one note. University of Indianapolis was not very good last year. They had 11 wins. I don't know much about them. I, I didn't do a deep dive in the University of Indianapolis. But they have some guys on there that are pretty good-sized bodies. That number 22, I think his name was Miller. He's six foot four. He was scrappy. Uh, guy behind me was very funny at Mackey. He kept saying, That's, that guy's going to be a great church league player for the rest of his life. Um, but he's a little better than that. That guy looked like he was like a uh, he could play in Europe to me. Um, and then they had a six foot eleven guy who he was a little thin, but he's a true freshman. Um, they have a guy from uh, Alabama or something like that. The guy twenty three who hit um, two threes in the second half and kind of kept them around as Purdue was flexing their muscle and pushing out. Um, let's see. Oh, that's very interesting. Um, Ben says in the post radio uh, post game radio Ben Cotton says uh, they pointed out this was the first time Edie had played in front of a crowd uh, for Purdue. Um, uh, his official visit happened during a scrimmage. That's interesting. Not a game. He's never been to Real Mackey, and I would say he still hasn't been to Real Mackey. I think we'd all agree with that. Um, but yeah, I could understand him being a little nervous. He he looked apprehensive though, um, and I I don't think it's anything to worry about. Here I want you guys to think about one thing. Number one, Purdue went eleven deep yesterday. Waddell played, uh, which was interesting. Neat crowd loved to see that. He's going to redshirt, um, so it didn't hurt his redshirt playing an exhibition, of course. But um, here's something to think about. Of course, um, uh, Gillis didn't play because of his suspension. Um, I think Gillis is extremely important for this Purdue team's attitude. Um, Gillis is needed uh, for uh, Edie to play hard because I think big men feed off big men. And while Gillis isn't the biggest guy, Gillis plays like an absolute dog when he's in there. He's, he's, a, he's a guy who plays with a chip on his shoulder. He plays mean, plays bigger than he is. That's really important to produce big men. Also, Purdue's on-ball on defense looks awful. Um, Purdue switches uh, for three-point uh, shooters look awful. Uh, Purdue fans sometimes marvel at why teams find their rhythm versus Purdue, why teams find their three-point rhythm. And early in the game, University of Indianapolis was bombing threes. Well, the reason they get them is because they're getting open looks. I, I don't know how to express this any other way other than if you know people that play basketball that are good, if they are in an empty gym, if they are just shooting on their own, they're going to hit threes. Purdue's warm-ups. At one point, I counted seven made threes in a row just shooting around. Purdue's not the greatest three-point shooting team. They're a good three-point shooting team, right? They've got a lot of guys who can shoot. Um, but teams playing against air are going to hit threes. Purdue's defensive rotations absolutely stunk last year early in the season, and they stink again. And so we're going to see a little bit of that defensive process that we've come to know and hate as Purdue fans again this year. So get ready for that. If if you haven't gotten to, if you didn't listen to the game yesterday, I don't blame you. Uh, if you didn't order your BTN minus uh, subscription, it's a total waste of money. I've done it before. I don't blame you again. But I got to be there in person. You get to see them on Tuesday. I think they're on TV. But uh, they play uh, Bellerman. Um, so uh, yeah, it's uh, they've got they're a work in progress on defense to say the least. They are not very good defensively right now. So um, yeah, Greg McManus says number twenty two. We'd love him if he was on our roster. Uh, but it was easy to dislike him. He reminded me a bit, like, from, from far up in the stands, because I'm in, like, row 14 in uh, 102, which was a really nice seat near midcourt. Um, but he reminded me a bit of a guy you'd see playing for, like, Michigan State, who bit, looked a bit like a pretty boy from there, you know, um, uh, 
always, always scrapping for everything, which was awesome. Yeah, we would absolutely love him as Purdue fans. So at the end of the game, we saw some things. Purdue got scrappy. I think Morton got on the ground to get a loose ball. Listen, this is what defines Purdue is guys that just like go all out. We love it as Purdue fans. We love defense. We're defensive-minded fans. Right now, Purdue does not have much defense, but they've got tons and tons of offensive firepower and weaponry. This is the thing. I kept saying this last night. This is a weird team because you have so many guys that are skilled. Get ready, Purdue fans, to see just a very different look Purdue on offense. They they can do so many things. And you know these people. You've watched them play. But they're, they're just they're really, really skilled way across the board. Um, Eric Hunter, by the way, looked silky smooth. He had a drive that kind of started that, that pushed Purdue to start getting over the hump in the first half. A bit of a catalyst to get Purdue. He's coming left to right. He's a left-hander, if you don't know. And he, I don't know if what you call it, Euro-stepped. He, he went with uh, one giant step to the left, big step through to the right, and finger-rolled, and then he did a dance. It was pretty funny. Um, I think we're going to see more of his personality this year. I think he's a funny guy. Um, I think that'll be neat to see because I think he sees, okay, this is it. This is my time. Uh, I'm a senior. Um, or whatever. That's the thing. My dad kept asking, well, what year is he? And I was like, man, we're all screwed up because of the weird, you know, getting the bonus year. I don't know when people are going to leave. I think, Hunter, I think this is his last year. Um, I know he's been on campus for a long time. Um, I think he would be a, a senior if it wasn't for the unusual, uh, you know, extension rules. But I think this is it. Um, you know, you, of course, you have you enjoy these these guys. Enjoy Stefanovic and, and Trey Williams and Eric Hunter. And, um, you know, they, they played very well. Uh, Thompson played well. Um, Purdue looked good. They looked solid but uh, on offense, and they looked horrible on defense. That will be corrected. I really believe it. But right now, they do not look like the number seven team in America. They don't look like a top five team, which I think they are capable of being very soon, like quickly by January being that. Right now, they don't look like it. That's the long and short. Um, but, man, they can heat up in a hurry. They've got guys that can score. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's, it's going to be a fun season. Um, but it's going to be a frustrating season, I think, early. If, you're, if, if this was any indicator and Purdue without Gillis – is going to be this way, that's going to be somewhat frustrating for you and for me. I'm at about 14 minutes. I was going to wrap it up. First, let me say thanks to our friends at uh, Gridiron Metalworks um, and our friends at Martin Vintage. Of course, enter Boiled at either of those websites. Get 15% off on your purchase. And then, of course, head to AJ's if you're on campus. AJ's, eataj's.com. All these, uh, they're, they're Purdue families, good people. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm telling you, if you met them on the street, if you haven't met any of these people, they're great people. So that's a good thing. Uh, and also, this if you want a beautiful boiled sports piece of gear, you can head over to the, 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 the shop on the website. There's a couple things there. I actually like this one a lot. Jay designed this. Jay with our friend um, uh, Ryan from 2.5 Apparel. Um, so I put a flag on it on one of these sleeves. Yeah, there you go. So, but that's not on the, that's not there. But you can see two fives logo there too. They're not a sponsor. They, he's a Purdue grad too. We're kind of Purdue centric as you know. If you have any questions for us, let us know on Twitter. Really good news for all you out there. Big news. Awesome news. Noontime handsome hour with Jay, Anish, and I. I don't know exactly what time yet. Everything's fluid because we're pretty poor planners when it comes to site. But, um, yeah, we'll have a, a, an unusual uh, noon handsome hour to talk about the Michigan State game, to look back at the Nebraska game. Purdue, of course, plays at 3.30 tomorrow, Saturday, versus the highly ranked, the number five Michigan State 
Spartans. Michigan State is also number three in the uh, football playoff release. I don't know what they call that thing. So uh, they've got lots to lose. Purdue has nothing to lose. Purdue should play loose. Uh, Purdue's wearing unusual uniforms, matte black helmets with camo stripe and a camo uh, motion P. Uh, the weird thing about it is the P actually has green in it, like olive drab in it. Standard uh, gold numerals, black jerseys, um, which will look odd. But that's okay. I, I mean, I, I, that's, I know a lot of you guys don't like getting hung up in this stuff. I'm kind of a, apparel, and you, know, you guys know I'm a footwear designer, so I get, I, I get into that stuff. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hope you have a great day and stay. Uh, pay attention to uh, Twitter. Um, we're going to have a, uh, a handsome hour right around noon, I believe. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about football. We'll talk to you soon. God bless you. Hammer down. See ya. Bye. <coughs>